You're listening to a crazy little thing called Love Dev by me. Yes, Love Dev Barpega. I hope I said that right. It's episode 49. Smell you later. guys uh welcome back it's i know i'm doing another podcast can you believe it you thought it would be another couple of weeks till i do another episode but no i've decided i'm gonna do one today had the day off <laughs> so i thought why not let's do some let's do some podcast recording welcome back guys hope you're good i've had an interesting week again first of all the xbox the new xbox series x was released uh on tuesday there was a pre-sales order i was in two minds whether to order it or not i literally had a page up because i wake up early anyway i was at work and i was on my phone i was on the argos page and i was like shall i buy it shall i wait do i really need it i still got my other xbox do i need the new one yeah it's debatable then i thought what about the black friday sale I don't think they're going to do a Black Friday sale for the Xbox. If anything, it would be a bundle pack, probably. Probably get a game. So I thought, I can wait. It literally sold out. Sold out within like an hour or two. Every single retailer that was selling the new Xbox was sold out. There's two of them available. Uh, the digital version and the CD version. Obviously, the CD version costs a lot more but the digital version is just a little tiny box so i thought yeah anyway enough of that who cares about consoles apart from me yeah i had an interesting week again remember in the last episode i said i got bitten by a vampire <laughs> a vampire patient this week i had a patient who went awol on me yes absent without leave so I was on an escort in hospital. There's a patient in hospital. So I went there uh, to look after them. And they were like, I fancy a cigarette. I was like, all right, well, let's take you down. Took her down. And then all of a sudden she got up and she started walking off. I was like, uh, where's she going? <laughs> she just carried on walking. And I was like, right, I think she's left the hospital. I started following her, and then she started walking down this canal path. First, I just seen a bridge, and I like you know when you walk into it, you don't, you're not too sure if it's a a railway track or a canal. I was hoping it was not a railway because I only had one thing on my mind, and I thought she's gonna do something silly, and I'm gonna have to try and stop her. Anyway, luckily it was a canal path. And she started walking down it. I was on the phone to the ward. I was saying, this girl is just absconded from the hospital. What do I do? And they were like, just keep following her. Keep following her. <laughs> Luckily, it was a nice day. It, the sun was out and it was oh, it was warm. But she just kept walking, man. I thought, I've, how many miles is this lady going to do? <laughs> At one point, I lost sight of her because she did a quick turn somewhere and I thought I guess that she turned onto this road and there was a road there and I was like all right okay then and then I seen a construction site on the left side and she decided to walk into the construction site 
And I was like, man, really? Do you have to do this? <laughs> Followed her. And then this big digger went past me and I stopped and I thought, nope, I ain't risking my life. So I decided to just wait outside, call the police, man, let them deal with it. Found her, took her back. Man, it was crazy. Worst thing about it, she ended up going back to the general hospital. <laughs> At the end of the shift. So I ended up back in the hospital. In the same hospital. There's confidentiality gone out the window. <laughs> no names mentioned though. Obviously. Ra's absolutely tired after that shift. I'm not going to lie. I had a gig as well on the same day. It was a new material night. Um, for a friend of mine called Martin Huburn. Up in Dudley. Little rock venue. Nice little venue for a comedy. Uh, you know. Little room. There's people in there for a Monday. I was quite surprised. Yeah, there was <laughs> There's a lot of people there. So I did a bit of new material. Teeny when a bit of old. Obviously, you have to, because the audience have never seen you before, but I mixed it up. I was quite surprised, because um, some of the jokes that I thought wouldn't work did work. It's always the one that I put up on Facebook. So you don't. I don't really get many responses on social media from my jokes, probably because people are being honest, but... I always think it's different when you're on stage and you're telling a joke rather than writing it and people have to read it because it's all about the delivery, isn't it? <laughs> it's all about the delivery. So, yeah, that that, that was that. And uh, it's 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 been a weird one for the comedy scene at the moment because obviously in the UK there's been a lot more restrictions put in place. So you can't go to people's uh, houses you, unless they're family and you can only have six people in a house at one time. So you can't even meet up with groups of six. Clubs, pubs have all been restricted to close at 10pm. Even takeaways. I didn't know that. <laughs> you can't order a takeaway after 10pm in the UK. Crazy. <laughs> oh, mate, you have to order it before, isn't it? So that's the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, luckily for me, um, I've I've tried to cut down on the takeaways. I've been cooking more at home, as you all know. Uh, it's just healthier, isn't it? And you know what you're eating, I suppose. And it's fresh. Yep, it's fresh food. So I've had a couple of gigs actually cancelled on me. Um, not good. Not good for the comedy scene overall. I think a few gigs have been pulled. I've seen comedians telling other people that, you know, the, the gigs have been pulled and they're looking for gigs. We just want to get back onto the comedy scene. That's all we want to do, really. You know, it's difficult at the moment. Hopefully, I'm fingers crossed, it doesn't last forever. But what can we do? We've got to take precautions, I suppose. I'm getting a flu jab. I know. <laughs> I had one last year, but I was always against having a flu jab. One of my colleagues, obviously, um, he changed my mind and... I did get a flu jab booked in for tomorrow, but it's going to clash with my haircut, which reminds me I need to contact Boots, the chemist, to tell them I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. I'm going to have to get the jab another day, but I'm going to start my new job hopefully soon. COVID-1. I'm supposed to be starting this Monday because they've already given me shifts. The only problem is where they've gave me shifts. Now, they told me that I can work in my county, which is the West Midlands, and the West Midlands is pretty big. It is a big county, but they're sending me to Buckinghamshire, and that's miles away. 
It's literally 110 miles away from where I live. So I don't know what happened there. <laughs> and they want me to work in Reading, which is like south of the UK. I can't go all the way there and travel back and do the same thing the next day. So I contacted them yesterday and they were like, oh, yeah, that is weird. You're in Birmingham. You don't even. They said it might be your postcode. I said, yeah, my, my postcode starts with B for Bravo. So B44. And they were like, that's probably why. So they're going to sort that out. Hopefully, I don't have to go to Buckinghamshire or wherever it is. Is it? No, it's Berkshire. <laughs> there isn't even a county called Buckinghamshire. <laughs> it's Berkshire. Oh, how do I even become a comedian? Can you believe this guy here is talking to you? Used to be a taxi driver. You think I would know better, isn't it? <laughs> oh, mate. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, because it's I didn't get to do the weird news story last week, so I thought I'm going to do one this week. Yeah, let's do a weird news story. I'm more excited than you guys. <laughs> Today's weird news story is workers accused of building secret man cave under New York City's Grand Central Terminal. <laughs> oh, workers built a man cave. I love that. That is brilliant. Uh, let's see what the story says. So apparently three railway workers are suspended without pay for allegedly turning a storage room under New York's famed Grand Central Terminal into a secret man cave. <laughs> Replete with creature comforts, including a TV, a refrigerator, a microwave, a futon. <laughs> Officials said on Thursday, so managers at Metro North Railroad were not aware of this hideaway below the landmark train station. A Metropolitan Transportation Authority investigation found. Many a New York has fantasized about kicking back with a cold beer in a prime piece of Manhattan real estate, especially one this so close to good transportation. <laughs> MTA Inspector Geraldine Caroline McCorney, shout out to General Caroline McCorney, who's an inspector. <laughs> She said to the news, but a few would have the chutza. What does that mean? Chutza, chutza. I don't know. To commandeer, commandeer, commandeer. <laughs> Who's put these words in, man? I didn't know Americans speak like this. This is uh, on CBS News, by the way. So let me read that again. But few would have the chutza to commandeer. <laughs> A secret room beneath Grand Central Terminal. <laughs> so the probe started with an anonymous tip back in February 2019, alleging there was a man cave under Grand Central with a couch and a flat screen TV. So three employees would hang out and get drunk and party. <laughs> I think that is brilliant. Don't you? Don't Like, they found a little secret room under the under the train station, and they've just thought, let's turn this into a little man cave, man. We can chill on our breaks and everything. <laughs> I think that's great, and I think they should have kept the room. 
So I take my hat off to them three guys. It's a shame they've been suspended. They're obviously using electricity that doesn't belong to them because Grand Central Station have to pay for it. But I, f- I think that's great. And they should have kept it because then they could have turned it into like a little museum in the future. <laughs> or like in 100 years or two, 300 years time from now and just kept that room and locked it. And then when we open it, it'll be an old fridge because we won't even have fridges by then, probably. We'll have something else in it. <laughs> we'll be relying on the on the um, weather, probably, because it will probably end up having one of them um, snow effect things. What are you talking about, Love Dev? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's great. I've actually been to Grand Central Station. Been there. I've been there twice, so I've seen what it's like. There's, there is, it's quite a famous building because it's been in a lot of movies. One of them I definitely know is Carly O's Way. I'm sure it's in that film uh, where Al Pacino stands up by the steps uh, and he shoots baddies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have been there. It's, it is a nice station. And funny enough, Birmingham train station is also called Grand Central. I don't know why. There's only one, and that's in New York. I wonder if our Grand Central in Birmingham's got a man cave. If there hasn't been one, there needs to be one. <laughs> oh, so the story ends with the investigators then found the room under track 114, which had been decked out with wooden cabinets made to hide the TV and futon. According to the report by the Office of the MTA Inspector General. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here, the space posts posed a significant health and safety risk, including the ability for rescue workers to quickly reach the room, officials said. So it could be a fire hazard. That's probably what it is. You know, if that microwave decides to blow up, <laughs> it will cause a massive fire risk, wouldn't it? I think that's the whole reason. But I actually, I think that's genius, man. That's genius. These guys should probably write a movie now, innit? <laughs> About living in in a man cave. And there are a couple of pictures. They've got a flat screen TV attached to a wall, like proper. And it look, on the screen, it looks like there's a video game on it. So they're actually playing video games there. <laughs> there is a little sofa in another room. It looks like a prison cell, to be honest. A fridge with a microwave on top of the fridge. It's even got a sink. Man, that is great. That's a proper, proper thing to have, I think. <laughs> oh, so that was today's weird news story. I hope you liked it. It was one of the first ones I've seen on the internet. So I thought, yep, yeah, I'm just going to read that. I like that. So I had to uh, pause the recording because I didn't realize my son is actually at home. Uh, his school, they've kind of put them in a bubble now. So my son is in a bubble, which somebody in the bubble had coronavirus. Uh, we were a bit worried because my son's got this weird continuous cough keep going on. Uh, we had to get him COVID tested, which we did. My wife took him to one of those walkthrough COVID test centers. I'm not sure if she walked in. She told me she drove in. So <laughs> could be a drive through COVID test. But anyway, he's fine. The family's good. Nobody's got corona. But um, yeah, so he's in this bubble, which he can't go back to school until the 14th of October. 
which is about another week away or two. So he's stuck at home, basically, with me. I'm babysitting as well as doing a podcast. He's keeping himself busy on his Nintendo Switch. <laughs> so he's had he had a Zoom meeting. Yeah, kids are having Zoom meetings. He had a class Zoom meeting uh, with all of his teachers and friends. And they, they do like half an hour sessions on English and maths and other subjects. And I totally forgot. Luckily, I checked on the time. Uh, it was 10 minutes before he had to get on. So obviously, uh, to pause the recording for a quick wee minute. I think I'm going to end with a no stupid questions. I, I know you guys got it last episode, but lucky for you, you've got it this week as well. <laughs> um, Right, I saw this article on Reddit, no stupid questions forum, and it's posted by questionable privates. <laughs> All right, questionable private says... My husband has a difficult time believing I can smell ants. Static electricity when my baby is sick and a glass of wine from the opposite side of a ballroom. Is this not normal? She asks. Or he asks. Could be a man. (laughs) So her husband has a difficult time. So basically she's saying she can smell ants. Now... I've never smelled an ant in my life. Um, electricity. You can't even see electricity. <laughs> so I don't know how she smells it. When a baby's sick, yeah, probably. I mean, if they've got to sit down their top, that's quite a distinctive smell. And wine, um, you might be an alcoholic. Well, let's have a look. She's put down edit. So she's edited her uh, post. It says, wow. My eyes have been opened with the responses I've received so far. I appreciate the advice and sharing of similar experiences. And I'm overwhelmed by how validated I feel that you guys believe me. And don't think it's crazy or fake. This really helped me step out of my shell to slowly and carefully explore this. I am curious, however, since we're on the subject. This has plaguing me for years. But please, for the love of God... Confirm that I am also not the only one who can smell sunshine. What? <laughs> now, is this a joke? She's claiming she can smell sunshine. How do you smell sunshine? Also, I also smell the difference between a freshly lit cigarette and one that's been burning for a bit. Yeah, you can tell the difference between a normal cigarette and one that's been lit. He says this is not normal, but I'm honestly confused. How do you not smell these things? <laughs> is this real, man? Is this somebody really out there who can smell ants and electricity and the sunshine? I really don't know. Um, I, I would say she's imagining she can smell it. I'm not saying she can't, but I'm trying to... Um, what's the word? I'm trying to um, suss her out. So maybe maybe she thinks she can smell a distinctive odour from whatever it is, uh, but re- it's just in her head. I don't know. <laughs> so there's been a lot of comments for this. I'll read briefly read some of them. Um, Snoring Victim says, Taste too. I've read that overly picky eaters are typically more sensitive to taste and often prefer blander foods. All right. All right, we got reminds me of the lady who could smell Parkinson's. <laughs> There's a lady who could smell Parkinson's. Now, that's interesting. 
I know they've used dogs, haven't they? Dogs are quite um, good at detecting cancerous cells and and other illnesses. I know I've I've, I've seen that in articles where they've used dogs um, to detect in a human if they have some kind of um, illness or whatever. So one has put, I knew a woman who could smell if other women were pregnant. <laughs> oh, man, this is like the third eye, in it? This is where people use the third eye. Um, that's where that comes into, I think. Like, yeah, I mean, she's kind of like a detective now, isn't she? Like, she can sniff out, or he can sniff out their partner. Um, maybe they can sniff out, like, if they're cheating on them. <laughs> Partners are good at that, sniffing out if another person is is um, sleeping around. <laughs> There's been many times my wife will say, are you sleeping with somebody else? I'm like, no. Why would you even say that? Don't tell me you got a sense of smell and you can smell another lady's older. <laughs> well, if she if she really has that, then, then fair play. I clap my hands to you. If you're just messing about on non-stupid questions, then you've had us all fooled. But not me. Well, that was it. That was uh, the non-stupid questions. You got what weird news story? Man, you guys got everything today. <laughs> uh, I know it's a surprise to me that I've recorded another episode. I wasn't expecting to do it. Like I said, I was bored. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. As always, uh, do remember to leave a comment. Like the podcast if you're on the Apple uh, share it to your friends, your family, people who you think will like it by detecting them from the smell. If you work somewhere and you have made a man cave, fair play. Let me know what it is. I won't dub on you. <laughs> Guys, you've been wonderful. And I've been all right. Take care and I'll see you for the next episode. <laughs>